Hello, welcome to the Watch That Drone podcast. I'm Mary. And I'm James. And today we are reviewing Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Yes, sir, to the Marvel movies. Yeah. This is this is our first Marvel movie review, which is crazy because I feel like a few years ago at the peak of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, we would have done like five of them by now. Absolutely. I, I do think they dropped off significantly since uh, Endgame. Endgame had everybody on their seats. But even though the Spider-Man movies were pretty good, too. I'll give it that. See, I I like Tom Holland. I like him as Spider-Man, but I don't like his movies. Mm. Like, mm. I don't know what it is. His movies just, they don't do it for me. But him as Spider-Man, he's my favorite Spider-Man. I love his, like, <gasps> boyish charm. I know. Uh, Toby Maguire. Toby Maguire is like, yeah. I'm about to say shaking in his grave, but he's alive and well, hopefully. <laughs> but uh, yeah, he just, he really, he's just so, I don't know, he just seems like a sweet kid. <laughs> he just seems like a sweet, earnest kid, and that's why I like him. But uh, I like him, I like him the most because he's actually dating Zendaya. I think that's kind of cool. See, I normally don't like when people do that. <laughs> it's like why are you mixing bl- business with pleasure because if y'all break up is the chemistry still going to be the same for the next movies like mm, another actors they can do they can do both I mean they can, they I can, don't they can, know. They can love and act at the same time they can act the love or or, or love their acting you know what I mean you know what I'm trying to say I mean, you know, I get at. you're stupid but I mean like there's some <laughs> people you can love them but you just don't act well like apparently uh, remember that movie Will and uh, Jaden did that like space movie. Mm, no. It bombed because even though they're father and son, they don't really have good chemistry. Mm. Mm-hmm. Well, let's see how our chemistry is. We're doing a movie review. Are you ready? Wait, I want to talk about your weekend. How was your weekend? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was well. Mother's Day, y'all. Shout out to the mamas. Shout out to the mamas. It was the Mother's pet Day. mamas, the baby mamas, the. The plant mamas, all them. Plant mamas. Yeah, people who nurture plants. Oh, okay. They get the yeah. designation of mamas now. Is that, that's yeah. how far we're going. Yeah, because listen, you just want to get celebrated on a day. <laughs> Only a few people said Happy Mother's Day to me, and I was hurt because I'm like, I've been taking care of milkshakes the cat for like <laughs> 13 years now. So, yeah, yeah I, I want to be celebrated too. No, this weekend was great. Eileen, my wife, she graduated my wife. From Oklahoma University with a master's in business administration. The weekend. other OU. The other. Wait, what's the, whatever OU you're talking about? I don't know. I was going to say Ohio State, but that's not OU. Mm, yeah, yeah, that's OSU. Yeah. But yeah. no, she graduated oh, this right, weekend, right. and their in-laws are here. So um, still with us. Mm-hmm. They're here till Thursday. Oh, that's fun. That's yep, fun. Yep. They're being very quiet on the couch while I record this episode, so I appreciate it. Mm. Gracias, familia. Oh, is that why you're talking so low? Actually, it probably might be. Yeah, it's maybe giving ASMR, and I hate ASMR. I don't know what ASMR is. It's where people, they just, it's it's like like noise sort of porn. Like um, They'll like talk very low and calming. Not porn, not actual porn. But you know what I mean? Like it's supposed to make you feel calm and it's like satisfying, like satisfying noises. Like some ASMR will be people like popping like bubble wrap. You mean like calming, just calming, a calming voice? Like NPR yeah. radio. Like NPR, yeah, yeah. I don't like it. Cause it's just it's just forced. It's like you can just am I talk. am I louder now? 
Yeah, you're better. You're okay. better. Cool. But uh, Let's yeah, Mother's Day. <laughs> oh wait, I don't know why I want to keep talking. Oh, because I want to tell y'all, y'all Philly people. I went to Moshulu for the first time. Don't mm. go there. The food is too expensive. That's the that's the boat restaurant, right? That's the boat restaurant right on uh, Columbus. Mm, the and old it's Delaware. like, huh? The old Delaware, the Delaware River. Why do you call it that? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Just... But uh, yeah, I'm just letting y'all know. Don't go there. It's too expensive. I had a crab cake. It was so bland. You know. Uh, yeah, I just I just wanted public service announcements for y'all. But yeah, let's finally get into this movie. Um, yeah, I mean, to be honest, <laughs> it was very dark. Yeah, this is the third installation of Guarding of the Galaxy 3. And the first two were essentially comedies. The right. first one was very funny. I, I rewatched most of it again Saturday morning, mm-hmm. and I had a good time. Like, that part in the movie where, um, what's his name? Oh, when um, Rocket, Gamora, um, Groot. Peter Quill, Groots, they're all trying to escape from the prison. Oh, yeah, that was and hilarious. Rocket's like, I need that guy's leg. <laughs> and then come to find out, he was like, I was just fucking with you. I don't need his leg. I just thought it would be funny. <laughs> and it's like he went through so much hell to get this man's prosthetic leg for the breakout plan. And there was a lot of moments like that where I was like, this is actually really funny and charming. Yeah, no, I I felt that way too. I felt the way about the second one. Um, you know, both films had banger soundtracks, you know, just like just throwbacks. Uh, what kind of feeling right so just just banging soundtracks and just like you know what um well what what, what's your favorite song can you remember probably the one you just sung what kind of feeling that kind of feeling that movie put me on this song by um i i'm again it's either by a hundred cc or a thousand cc it's probably a hundred cc but it's called um i'm not in love it's like i'm not in love so don't forget it. It's just about this mm. dude who's like in denial about how he feels about this girl. Yeah, they played oh, it also, in the. Also, like the, I like the song, uh, um, that his father sings about his mother, about in the second a, one. Yeah, in the second one about a sailor in the sea. Let me look what that song is. I don't. Uh, I don't remember that. You know, maybe we uh, drop some audio of that song in there. Mm-hmm. But um. Yeah, you know, in the first one, this third movie is really centered around Rocket. And I feel like that was a good choice because in the first movie, you do, you know, you sense like this sort of like deep, like melancholy in Rocket. And I feel like he tries to hide it with like humor and like anger. But there's this one scene in the first movie where he just got into that high security space prison mm-hmm. and you know they like they like hose him down so he was butt naked and then when he came into a shot peter saw like his bare back and saw like all the wiring and like screws and like just all the experiments that happened to him that were performed in him against his will and rocket's face in that moment for a quick moment it's just he just looks so distraught and just just deeply sad and it's like man you do kind of wonder what happened to you yeah it, it was equivalent to uh 
to all those slave movies when the slaves showing their back. That is old. You did not just compare Rocket the Raccoon <laughs> to our ancestors. To freaking Amistad. That's deep. Well, it's basically just a physical representation of the trauma they've been through. That's my comparison, not the gravity. But a physical representation of the trauma they've been to is on his back when he took the shower scene. Right. Yeah. And yeah, you're right. This, this movie is, uh, that, that, that song, by the way, is called <laughs> Brandy, You're a Fine Girl. Brandy, you're a fine girl. All right, sing some of it for me. Yeah, it goes. Uh, um, let me get to the chorus real quick. All right, never mind. Um, no, hold on, give me a second. I'm looking. I got All it. Right. It says the sailor says, "Brandy, you're a fine girl. What a good wife you would be. But my life, my love, and my lady is the sea." So did he make that song up in the movie, or is that a song no, no, that's no. already it's, out there? It's an actual. It's an actual song. Basically, we're just saying that he, uh, um, that he, just like a sailor song. Yeah, it's like my Papa was a Rolling Stone kind of concept. You know what I mean? Like Papa I'm, was a Rolling Stone. He was a deadbeat father. That song sounds like he's an explorer. Like Papa that's was the same a Rolling kind Stone. Of concept. Mm, mm. Papa Rose and Rolling Stone is like, no, this nigga ain't never here. He sleeps around with everyone wherever he lays his hat. It's his home. Mm-hmm. Papa was a was a hoe. That that's not give me that vibe. That just like you know, I have the heart of an explorer, and I don't want to settle down just yet. Yeah, it's just said in a nice, more update, like upbeat tone. But it's the whole same thing. He, go, what do you think he's going no. to see? He's he not a saying that he's sleeping around with people. I mean, that's I know seamen have a lot of seamen. <laughs> but I don't no. think it's like that. And you know, speaking of which, uh, another song in the soundtrack is uh, the Pina Colada song. Oh, yeah. That yeah, everyone that's... thinks is such a nice song. It's a year it lyrics. It's not. It's not. He was full on about to cheat. He was. It turned they out both his wife about was about to cheat. to cheat, too. And it was like, yeah. oh, crap. Yeah. yeah. And then they realized they're perfect for each other with their cheating asses. Perfect so. scumbags. But, uh, yeah, going back to Rocket, I remember a scene in the first movie, too. Um, he got mad because I think Amora called him vermin, mm. and someone else called him a rodent, and he was just so mad, and he got into a fight with Drax yep. and everything, and he, he just kind of had a breakdown. He was like pretty much like, y'all treat me like I'm nothing, like I never asked to be this way. Exactly. And they never really got into it, so I think this movie was, it was kind of necessary because it's like, let's find out what happened to Rocket. Yeah, man, and what happened to this poor, this poor creature is uh, pretty sadistic. It's, sadistic. it's literally sadistic. So, but so the I, movies... I have to hand it to the uh, to the the actor who played the main antagonist. I don't remember his name. Oh, you talk about the the great evolutionary, the high evolutionary. Yeah, he <laughs> he ate he ate. He was giving <laughs> crazy. He was he giving was. god complex. Like he. Yeah, shout out. We don't get a lot of black villains in the Marvel universe, so you know, you know the the so the crazy thing about I guess the opening, right? It's one, they're off the opening on the opening of the movie. No, when they're on the the island of the the, the planet nowhere, and they're just floating around in that. Oh, old, which is a god's head. I yeah, love that idea. By the way, that's that's fire. Yeah, so they're floating in the head, right? And they're kind of chilling, except for Peter because he's depressed because <laughs> Gamora okay, has... Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, that's, that's another thing. 
I don't. I, I. I'm not up to date with all the Marvel movies. What happened to Gamora? I forget. So Gamora, remember originally, she, uh, her and P- Peter had a relationship. They were in love. Kind of, kind of, right? Like a pseudo. They never actually. It was like unspoken, right? But that they, special they, unspoken <laughs> thing. What does he say in the second movie? <laughs> yeah, something like that. That special <laughs> unspoken. So it was unspoken. It was unspoken. But in Endgame. Thanos sacrificed her for the soul stone or whatever stone. He threw her off the cliff of I like I thought that Mordor. happened to Black Widow. So that happened to Black Widow and when they came back. But he originally, so the original timeline was he hmm. took her in Infinity Wars rather. In Infinity okay. Worlds, he took her and he threw her to get the, I think the soul stone. And he Oh yeah, you have to break your own heart or something like that, right? Yeah. So then... It's like the the ten of hearts cards and out of some borderland. Yeah, so so they went back in Endgame. They went back in time to alternate time zone where Gamora was never sacrificed, and where like instead, like you said, um, Black Widow was sacrificed so the Avengers can get the Soul Stone first. And because of that timeline, her and Peter never met. So Peter saw her, but he, they never knew each other. So she's alive, but they don't know each other. And that's why he's depressed and drinking on his. She's not dead. She's just dead to us. Yeah, so exactly. Yeah, he's just dead to us. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, he's drinking. I was like, I, I forget what happened. Yeah. So no, it's kind of it's kind of sad. Can you know what I mean? Because like, he loves her, but she never will be the same person she once was. Could you build? And my thing is, Gamora still died. Gamora still died. Like, yeah, yeah this is. She still died, and she like did. you said, this isn't the Gamora you know. So you, she still freaking died. So yeah, that is, that is pretty sad. Yeah, it is. It is. It's like a, I don't know. Like I, I know it's different, but it's like you know, if someone were to die and you clone them, and even though they act just like them, and like no one else would be able to tell the difference, you know, you know, because the, people, people also are your, um, part of who you are is the experiences you go through. You know what I mean? You can't really mimic those experiences. And that's what, what Peter yeah. found out, right? Is like her. But I feel like even if you were to like, even if you were to like, I don't know, download the memories of the person who died into that clone, it still mm. won't be the same. So no. they think they have those same experiences. There's ever, it's still. Even more like non-high tech situations. There's, there's situations where a husband and a wife get in an accident and the wife mm. loses her memory. You know what I mean? And they got to basically re-fall in love because they're a stranger to them. You know what I mean? When did this ever happen? This sounds like 50 first dates. <laughs> no, it's uh, it's whoever whoever wrote the notebook, they wrote a movie like that. Um, and it really happens? No, it's a book. But I don't know. Like, it's a, it's oh, a book turned movie oh, that's reminded oh. me of. But that's more realistic oh. than, you know, someone downloading your memories. Black Mirror. Anywho... <laughs> I never heard of anybody who got an accident, but they lost their memories like that, and they ain't go die. watch, go watch, um, <laughs> or be paralyzed. <laughs> go watch the Nicholas Sparks movie. That's that's. It's that's, still fiction. I think my <laughs> fiction version is more interesting. It's all sci-fi, but uh. Mm. Yeah. Anywho, so they're on this. Oh, they're on a planet, and then Adam Warlock comes out of nowhere and starts trashing all of them. Right. Oh, that's eyebrows. You ever <laughs> see Meet the Millers? Oh yeah, I did see me the Yeah, that's eyebrows. Yeah, <laughs> he he's like a supernova or something. And that's another thing. I was like, I was kind of confused. I was like, okay, is this a new person? Am I supposed to know him because his mother looks familiar? Yeah. So his mother is Aisha, who is the um, the princess Aisha. 
of she black? the no, she's not black. She's got a black name. She's the princess. <laughs> Talk about of that the, golden uh, woman. Yeah, she's the princess of the sovereign. So what was she in any other movies? Yeah, she was in the second one. Okay, okay. I was like, where do I see her? Like she's okay, okay, yeah. So eyebrows is in another movie too? No. So in the at the end of the uh. second movie, I actually leaned this before the movie before we started recording, and I remembered at the end of the second movie, like the end credits. You know how Marvel do the uh. end credits. They yeah. showed her creating this person, and that person she called Adam, as Adam Warlock. And Adam Warlock in the comic books, he was this um, super, he's supposed, he was a being created to be the perfect, um, basically being in the universe. And then- The perfect prototype, the original Adam. Yes, exactly, right? And he has superpowers and super strength and could go travel across the cosmos and have like all knowing thoughts and, and ideas and like, in the comic books, he like fought fan- Thanos and like saved planets and all this stuff. But in the movies, he was just just kind of a little young a hole who was too strong. For so his he own wasn't baby. antagonistic in the comics. He was he was like a antihero kind of. He thought he was God, okay. but he also still <laughs> tried to do some good stuff at the same time. Which is understandable. If I thought it was God, I would be very. I'll be an asshole too. Yeah. But I would try to help people as well. You know, it's two sides of the same coin. <laughs> yeah. What's it called? Indefinite power corrupts indefinitely or something like that? Ultimate power. Absolute. A- this, uh, absolute power absolute corrupts power. absolutely. Yes. Who said that? Stop. You know, I'm not going to display my ignorance <sighs> right here. Say. But, um, we almost said Stalin. And you really had to put me on blast. <laughs> I, thought it was, I thought it was a Caesar quote. Caesar? Yeah, I thought it was. I don't know Caesar said it's a tu brute. A tu brute. Yeah. I don't know. I thought it was. But, uh, I it was yeah, no, he was terrifying. When he came in, yeah, his face looks really doofy, but to see how strong he was, it was like devastation. It was. And it was like he just came into the town and just literally it's like no hope. And then what he did to Rocket, I was like, oh my God. And that's that, but that what started the whole movie. Because he almost killed Rocket, right? And off rip. Off rip. And they tried to revive him with some type of magic life pack. But they realized that oh the little um what's some them them little clear what is it called oh the um uh, I know what you mean like the heart resuscitation machines okay yeah yeah our yeah. health EKG pro- machine there we go there we go yeah yeah the, yeah there we go we're smart today we're smart right but like a super sophisticated one that can do like surgery with lasers apparently anywho they tried to use it on a rocket and they saw that it was a kill switch on his heart. <laughs> uh, that's so evil it is it's evil that's so and they evil. were like oh nika's calling me oh nika anyway there's a kill switch on his heart and they're like how the f is a kill switch on there and that's when they found out that rocket was created by the high evolutionary and high evolutionary is the sadistic genius who also created the gold people, the sovereign people, right? He created all the all the all the gold people, whatever, and their perfect forms or whatever. And, they look like uh, Oscars. Hmm. They look like Oscars. They did look like Oscars, yeah. But yeah, and this man, in my opinion, is worse than Thanos. You know, me and Xavier were trying to figure that out because he said the same thing too. I was like, he's worse than Thanos. So, okay, Thanos, they, they're kind of really 
similar characters because Thanos wanted to better humanity by getting rid a half of humanity. <laughs> and he Sadistic. wanted to better humanity by no. tormenting and experimenting and just being unethical and just trying to create the perfect society. Yeah, but he wasn't trying to better humanity. He was trying to start over. I guess th- He was trying to start over because in his mind he wanted to create a utopia and so did Thanos. And a utopia consists in his mind of people who are good citizens, you know, so when he didn't get his utopia, he would kill everyone and start over. And Thanos was kind of the same way. It was like pretty much bad people need to go for us to make this perfect place. Yeah. You know, sin can't be in a garden of Eden. Yeah. No, so it's no like, Thanos was about balance. You know what I mean? Balance. Okay. Yeah. About balance. This guy was about creating a utopia. So Thanos thought there was too much. Okay, what did he want to balance exactly? Life and death. So apparently in the comic books, I looked this up too. Thanos was a death worshiper. Okay, he worshiped death, he, like the god of death? Yes, he was like okay. a devout deafer. You know, when I think about it. Mm-hmm. I feel like if I wasn't Christian and like back in like archaic times, I would probably be a deaf worshiper too. Like if you just, I ha, let me let me explain it to you. Let me explain it to you. I understand. Listen, listen, listen. What is the uh, one the thing you can never? Song, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I said if I'm not, if I if I wasn't, you know, like when I think about. Okay, I remember I was in Tulum, and um, we. Um, went to these Mayan ruins and everything, and they they worshiped the sun because they believed it was a god. And I was like, honestly, I would have believed the same thing. Here's this thing that comes up every day, helps me grow my crops, keeps me warm. You know what I mean? It looks like fire. How is that not a god? So if I, you know, wasn't interested, wasn't like indoctrined to Christianity, I can see how people will worship death because it seems like death is unavoidable. Everyone has to die no matter who you are. And to conquer death, you are a god. So it's like, I I, I get it. I get it. Mm. And you're looking at me like I got two heads. But does that make sense to you? I, I, I understand the sun concept, right? I don't yeah. understand why. why I, I understand why we fear death, not, 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 not worship it. You know what I mean? I mean, not everybody... Not everybody fears death. You know what I mean? Not everybody... You know, it depends on what... I feel like it depends on what's after death. Like, that's one thing about the Mayans, too. They didn't fear death. Um, But that's a whole other thing. I learned a lot in Mexico, y'all. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it, it, you said that, and I'm like, I, I kind of get it. <laughs> if, there's this, if, the, if you associate death as being this entity that no one can escape, he's all-powerful, how do you not see him as a god? You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I get, I get what you're saying. All right, continue. I yeah we, I I don't know what you were saying, but yeah, you said Thanos worshipped death and what else? Yeah, and that's that was his main motivation to destroy half the world. I think half he wanted to appease death. I think he wanted to appease death plus have balance plus he was sadistic and evil and too powerful. Can you pull up fandom real quick? Uh, or is that too much? That's why I looked. That's why I found it from. I found it on fandom. On fandom. Yeah. Okay, okay. I love me some fandom. Honestly, mm-hmm. yeah. I didn't think about um. 
actually looking back at the comics because when you and you know what I I rewatching Guardians of the Galaxy the first volume mm-hmm. is when I realized oh shit Thanos was in this joint yeah that's what he was so introduced. they were really yeah yep. I was like oh I like that the continuation they really like oh my god but. I thought the Thanos saga is started with Galaxy of the Ga- yes. Guardians of the Galaxy, or did it start with Iron Man? No, it started in Guardians of the Galaxy. So the Avengers started with Iron Man, but the Thanos Endgame, Infinity War thing started with Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes, yes, the first. That's dope. Yeah, the first time they saw. And it's it. so funny because it's such a funny movie. I know for the to show like the most evil person in the whole Marvel universe. Yeah, she's kind of crazy. But yeah. Anywho, this dude is worse, right? And he, they, they go through Rocket's backstory, and he's this cute little raccoon, who like just a regular raccoon you'll see in your in your dumpster, right? They take him. What? They, <laughs> they take him. Like seriously, that's just a regular human raccoon. Before. You could have said something like in your dumpster. He's yeah. so cute. You know, you just see him little, in little your dumpster. I don't know. Everywhere. In the four in the trash panda. That's hilarious. You walk around the. But f- now he was. He was adorable. He was. He was and they cute. took him and broke him physically and psychologically. At least they tried psychologically. And they, tore, they tried. And they, they went and they. That was the beauty of it. They tried. They tried. But, but they went and they it. put all this like spinal like structure to make him walk right. And like. You know, it was so the sad. Brain in him. When he first got thrown into the cage Ooh, yeah, after was, his first experiment. Oh. Like guys, this movie is dark. This movie Dude. is dark, and you just see that they scalped him. Like you see the stitches, yeah, of where they. And then he just says, "It hurts." It hurts. I said, "I can't." Me too. I said, "I looked at Elena." I said, "I cannot." I can't. I can't. This I has said, to be over. He said, "It hurts." I said, "I is you know it takes a special kind of evil." To hurt animals, in my opinion, innocent animals, well, all animals are innocent, but to hurt animals who are not actually trying to hurt you, it takes no. an insane amount of cruelty so, to hurt an animal that looks like that. Yes, and not just that, it takes an insane amount, because people hunt all the time or whatever for food and deer and everything is cute, little bears, they kill them. But they hunt I for think, sport, they ain't using that shit for food, I, at least not. Yeah, but I think most of our country. I think the most cruel thing about it is they went, they took this creature, gave it intelligence, and then tormented the crap out of it, put it in a cage. And you know what I mean? And then what got me, dude, I was I was terrified slash weirded out was that spider bunny. That spider bunny. That spider go. bunny. Yeah, that it reminded me of um Toy Story. Mm, where with um the little spider Buzz baby. goes into Sid's room. <laughs> <laughs> This is like this and is like Woody scared. Like. Yeah, 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 yeah. Spider Buddy, yo, that is Sid. Yo, that's, that's Sid's black uncle or something. <laughs> For like, real. That's Sid. Yo, that's and even when you're thinking about it, the walrus on the wheels. Oh my god. You, you know Disney acquired Marvel, so it. I, I want to be far. I don't think it'll be far fetched if they made some kind of like sadistic little uh, callback to Toy Story. No, exactly. I, I get that too. Yeah, but I yeah the bunny scared the fuck out of me too. I saw that goddamn wall. <laughs> and I'm just like, and then what oh was it? The, the rabbit was called Floor because he liked to lay on the floor. Yeah, Stupid. she said because I like the floor. <laughs> <laughs> like you dumb as a bug. And then she was stupid, but it's like yo, even I thought it was nice that even in this, and you know, you know, it's a, it just reminded me of just like Animal Farm, like where 
you just have these oppressed group of animals, people, whatever, you know, the metaphor. And it's just like, they don't even know what's happening to them. Yeah, because they were like, That's the sad like thing oh, we it. hope that that the high we can go to the evolutionaries show us the world and let us free. And Rocket was like, And we could see the sky. And Rocket and was everything. like, I want to build a rocket and escape with my friends and see the sky. So my name's going to be Rocket. And I was like, oh my God. But it's just, and it's just like, it's just, like I said, it's heartbreaking when they, when you could, they don't know. Mm-hmm. They do not know. And then you just see their like child, like innocence and naivety just be broken. And it's like, it, it reminds me of Animal Farm. It reminds me of um, the girl with all the gifts. Oh, with the, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Were they like zombie kids? Vampire kids? They, they, yeah, they were like zombie cannibals or something like mm. that. And you know, they, the kids, they didn't know that. Yeah, no. You know, they thought it was normal to go to school and be chained down <laughs> to your chair <laughs> and to be locked in a cage 26, but at, least, like, but at least they were actually 23 hours a day. Actually, a threat. That raccoon was nobody's threat, you know? And they took him. And the thing that got me too, right, is they took him, gave him a brain. And they remember when Rocket was sitting up there looking at the machine that like quickly transformed the little turtle to like oh, the ninja the one turtles. That, um, really hyper forced evolution. Yeah. Remember he turned to the yeah. big ninja turtle? Until they became something disgusting. Yes, I said the same thing. I was like, oh my God, he's a ninja turtle. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but he was just, he was violent like a ninja turtle without pizza, right? And the dude Because I'm like, you can't just take an animal. You said a ninja turtle without pizza. <laughs> I'm just like how do turtles even digest pizza? Turtles shouldn't be eating cheese. Mm-mm. You shouldn't be eating marinara. cheese. marinara? We shouldn't be eating no cheese, guys, really. What? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, like, uh. But, yeah, as, yeah, soon, as, as like, soon as they created a turtle, he was like, ew, not mine, and he incinerated it, yo. <laughs> right? And just like that. Just like that, just incinerated it. I'm like, what's the point? of creating life and intelligence just to destroy it, you know? If you don't value it. If you don't, it, like, you know don't I mean? value it at all. Yeah, and, but, it's like... But Rocket was able to identify the problem, right? He said some moogly gunk, like, oh, you need to make this diameter bigger to stop up clogging your machine and you won't get bads no more, right? I like how his uh, little, what is it, a Brooklyn, Boston accent was coming yeah, in. Yeah, that's the little Bradley Cooper. Even as a young age. Mm-hmm. But it, Bradley Cooper, I think he's like from outside of Philly. I think so too. I know he's a huge Eagles fan. Um, really? Yeah, which... Did you see that post that said, um, from now on, they're the Ben Salem Sixers until Folder notice? Because mm-hmm. <laughs> we're going to kick him out of Philly because <laughs> they lost. No, because that was trifling. Yeah, it was. That was trifling, but that's a whole nother story. It is. It is. But, uh, for FYI, for time's circumstance... The Sixers just lost on um, the second round to the to the Celtics, and we're but still my thing is they should have won in Game they Six. Should've. They should have. We were up till five minutes of the game, and I don't know what happened. We could have won at home. Could have last weekend. But now me and Mary are sad, like half of Philadelphia. So now we're kicking them to the to the suburbs of Ben Salem. They've been selling Sixers right, right now. now. Yeah, and Ben Salem's ain't no nice suburbs. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's like the ghetto birds. That's where yeah. Love Deep from, so you know, it's ghetto. Ew, <laughs> that explains a lot. I, actually, I think he's from Bristol. But, uh, anywho. Oh, that's even worse. It is even worse. Anywho, um, yeah, man, this dude was was sick. But I was clapping when, well, 
when Rocket finally escaped. Oh, oh, oh no, the point I was trying to get at is that he hated him for being smarter than he was. You caught that? Mm-hmm. When Rocket actually figured out mm-hmm. the problem and he said, how did you know what this was? Right. He said, I understand. Mm-hmm. Like, he said, I understand. Like, you were right, but I created you. What makes you think? He got this God complex. Like, what makes you think that you can figure out something that I can't? And arrogance doesn't begin to describe this man. Yeah. Like, there's one point in the movie, it was kind of a horror verse. He was, um, one of his subordinates was like, stop this for God's sake. And he was like, there is no God. That's why I stepped yeah. in. And I'm like, so you looked at yourself <laughs> and you really thought you could replace a God you. Yep. You. You did. A raccoon scratched off your I face. Know. I just feel like yeah. God, God's can't I was, do that. I was clapping when. Well, that can happen to a God. When, uh, when, then, when uh, I guess I wasn't clapping. I was so terrified how he killed all those animals. How they got shot in the head. And the little otter yeah, with the little you know, he robot killed... arms or whatever. What's her name? Lola? What's her name? Layla? Layla? Layla. Layla. It was either Layla or Lila. I think it was yeah. Layla. And uh, how they just destroyed that animal. Just with just bullets all through him when Rocket escaped. And Rocket went off. Yeah. He went and ripped his face off. I was like. You know what I thought was going to happen? I thought that. Um, they had kill switches on them too, so I thought that when he opened the gate and let them out, the kill switch was going to be activated. Mm. But no, the nigga just shot. Yeah, just shot them. <laughs> he just he just shot them, and it's like rocket was broken. Like you really, like you said, you can't give something knowledge about how it should be treated, mm-hmm. and then treat them badly. Exactly. Like you shouldn't treat anything badly, but like that's especially cruel because it's like they know what's happening, they can feel the pain of it, they can have the emotional distress and mental and distress they gave that. him hope and it took they it away hope. you know evil that is they ripped it from him when that when that dude said I, I don't know his name the high creator said high evolutionary he said oh you could figure out why my evolution tube wasn't working but you couldn't figure out that you're you're an abomination you're a failed project and you're not going to the new world yeah i was and he was just so callous and he just walked away and it's like this is the same raccoon that you had on your lap the other a few scenes mm-hmm. ago showing him rockets and everything and showing him the world and saying good job when he solved all these difficult equations and now you're just discarding him like it's nothing it's like you really that you are just your heart is not he there. doesn't have one I, I can't even say your heart is made of coal your heart is not there and that sort of person does not deserve the power of creation no, it doesn't and if the crazy thing is though that I didn't realize is that he created the whole sovereign. So that whole like the sovereign of the Oscar. Yes, people? the Oscar people. Okay. How many are there? I thought it was a whole two. planet. <laughs> Remember oh. in the second movie where they were trying to kill uh Rocket and them because His he stole the the, uh, the the batteries? And it came up and it was just chasing them in those the, like those pods or whatever. Anyway, there's a whole planet of them. You know? So I think I can't, I can't. He destroyed a few planets. Yeah, but I can't tell about the. He destroyed those. No, I, I said I can't. I can't figure out the timeline between did Rocket exist first, and because of what he learned from Rocket, he could create the Sovereign, or did he create the Sovereign first and was like, ah, these niggas ain't perfect. Let me go get some animals and fix them and create them to make them perfect. I feel like the animals were first, then the Sovereign. Then the Sovereign. Yeah, because I, I feel this Counter-Earth. Yeah, he destroyed all of Counter-Earth, 
with those terrifying looking people. Mm-hmm. Like the whole movie was grotesque, <laughs> but you know that was it was the point. The point of it was to be disturbing and grotesque Absolutely. and to make you feel icky because that really stresses the severity of what happened to Rocket and his friends. Even what happened to Gamora and what happened to um, Nebula. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You know, because. Yep. No, absolutely. Because so. remember Nebula, she was like, this is worse than what Thanos did to me. When they finally mm-hmm. saw the scenes of how Rocket was treated. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. This is worse than what Thanos did to it's me. It sounded like they was working on my mans with no anesthesia at all. Yo, they didn't give a crap. That, that, would, that would require some away. care. Yeah. It's just, ugh. Uh, that so like body horror really gets to me especially in like hospital settings mm. because it's like this could really ha- like this is stuff like this is probably really happening yeah like people just being used and like misled you know i, I always think about the tuskegee experiments and i'm just like you took these vulnerable people and injected them with something they knew nothing about and it's 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 just sadistic it's just that's you do that when yeah. you don't value life that's that's what happens when people don't value life or think they're they're um their subject are less than they do whatever they want mm. to they have no they have no remorse i just don't understand how people cannot value life like okay the only life i don't value is like the life of like cockroaches <laughs> like i don't value their lives like but even so you ever like kill a fly and be like hmm. no <laughs> i feel a little no, bad I, I have not i will kill is that just me that's you Flies, I, I kind of feel, one time I felt, I was like, damn, like, I, I killed this thing. And it's like, I know it's a fly, but it's like, I don't know. Is this, this like, I liked at the end of the movie how all the children were saved, but Rocket went back to save the mm-hmm. animals. I thought that was dope. And it's just like, it's just like, you know, we think that we're above animals because we made more advances. We're more intelligent in the ways that matters to us. Yep. But it's like, who says we our lives are more important than animals, honestly? Just because we we learned how to dominate them, does that literally make it more important? No, I agree. I'm getting real peed up. No, I don't, I don't <laughs> even think that's that's too ex- extreme. I think it's yeah. I think it's clear that we should value human life above animal lives, right? But I mm. do think that that doesn't mean that we sort of disrespect animals' lives as well. You know, I think cruelty. That's why I get so mad. It's not to yeah. do that. It's important. But I that's why I get so mad when I see people have like these pet wild exotic animals. It's like it, it's it's like get off your high horse. Like you really feel empowered by having what you think is dominance over this tiger. Yeah, tiger. When king. this tiger should be in the wild. Yeah, yeah it's like well, I don't know why they get this Oklahoma man, man. and like why. You're you're literally encouraging you move there. Like, <laughs> you're literally like encouraging his terrible behavior, and it's like it's just you know it's just very. I don't know. It's just it's just it's kind of gross to me. It's like what? Like I don't even like how people, you know, that's that's another thing. Yeah. But yeah, the idea of just being, I just feeling like you need to be important by dominating something that it seems like terrifying. It's like you can just leave this animal alone. Yeah. Go into the other characters. Get a big car. Um, you know, Rocket was important. His whole backstory was important in this movie. But also, how do you feel about um, Mantis? I feel as though her personality was finally kind of shown in this movie. In the second movie, oh. they didn't really talk about Mantis. Well, she was just like, 
the this the <laughs> the doctor right this the sleep doctor to to um to ego right just help him go to sleep and everything and was a what a empath right empath? empath yeah she like helped like could feel people's emotions but um what do you what do you think about mantis and how she was in this story much about her to be honest yeah i thought uh you know at the end of that it was cool how she was like you know i need to do things for myself and she took her monsters and left but um you know but i also yeah it, it, it reminded me of everything everywhere all at once where um we didn't realize wayman's power until the end mm, his importance yeah, and it's yeah. like we didn't yeah we didn't really well, especially Nebula, she didn't really appreciate Drax or Mantis until, you know, Mantis showed her that, and Drax showed her by talking to the, the bunny children. <laughs> they look like bunnies. But um, showed her that there are more ways to fight than just with your fist. And, like, you can, you know, connecting with people and being kind can really help you a long way too and it makes sense for nebula not to value that because look who's nebula's dad yeah. is no absolutely no absolutely no i agree i think i think they tried to give laren uh layers to uh to mantis you know and they tried to make her like oh you know you guys don't always have to protect me and i'm not slow and you can trust me you know what i mean but at the end she uh only person she ever knew was ego <laughs> you know, and she was all on that planet, just him and ego and all the children he decided to kill. So not like she <laughs> she was socialized much, you know. <laughs> Wait, so who was ego? I ego forget. was uh, Peter's dad. Ah, okay, okay. Him. Yeah, yeah. The dude who like he thought loved his mother. Did he really love Martha, or was he just was he just kind of like Zeus, where he just impregnated anybody? He, he didn't care. He had a thousand. He had a thousand plus babies. He didn't care about her. About Peter's okay. mom, I thought he she was like the one, like the one he actually cared yeah, about. Yeah, the one that no. almost gave him a, a god baby. <laughs> so a it's so. Baby. So Peter isn't like a demigod. What Peter? He was. Is he fully so human? he is a demigod because his father was part god, but he lost his demigod powers when he destroyed Planet Ego. Because that's where the source of oh. the power was coming from, and that's why, at the end of the movie, he almost died when he was out in space. Whereas in the in the yes, second in the second movie, I really thought he was going to die. Yeah, me too. In the first movie, after what they did to Tony, I don't put nothing past Marvel. They will kill your face. Tony. Oh, Tony, Tony Stark. Stark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they, they did it off the nigga. I really, I was like, I was like, <gasps> I was like, yo, he really going to die. Yeah. But eyebrows saved the day. Yeah, I know. He came up and, and saved him. But uh, what were you gonna say? You gonna say something else? Uh, I forget. <laughs> right. I do it often. Well, what would I don't really have? Yeah, so oh, the 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 things I did take over notes. The thing I I did like about the movie was um, one they were pretty violent. They uh they weren't like fighting. Yeah, they were fighting to kill. They were killing people. They were catching bodies. Like we know it was um we know that it was old Gamora, but like I guess even in the first movie we knew Gamora was like savage. But it wasn't. She didn't kill anyone in the first mm -hmm. movie either. No, she didn't. But now it's like, okay, here's Ogamora, and she's really killing people. <laughs> and even, even um, 
Peter was killing people. I know there were terrible people, the people who um who operated on uh oh, the, rocket and everything. Yeah. But when they finally got into the uh whatever ship that the high evolutionary the, the dude was yeah. on. Yeah, the high evolutionary was on. He said kill them all. He did. And I'm like, are we killing people? Even in um when they broke into that nasty, like organic Ew, that flesh yeah. planet. That was so gross. I was like, I'm disgusted. Like, uh, this movie is just disgusting. But, you know, it reminded me of, like, a... That planet reminded me of, like, a like an old movie from, like, the 90s, about the 60s. I don't know. There was something very camp about that you know planet why? and, like, the costumes Because the everything. costumes, exactly. The costumes were just, like, big and bulky and not really practical. You know, and it's obvious as a costume. And they just... It's obvious as a costume. I was like, I wonder why... James Gunn is the director, and I was like, I wonder why he went with that because Guardians of the Galaxy does have a sort of like campiness to it I guess but not in this sense where like things purposely look bad if that yeah, makes yeah, sense yeah. like never to this extent I was like I wonder why they chose this like uh, I, I guess it was supposed to be like a like a 60s sort of thing because like even the attendants they had like the little twiggy bobs and like go-go boots I think, and like I think, A-line I think dresses. they also did a lot to do comic relief because the main storyline was so dark you know what i mean that they did yeah. a lot of stuff just yeah. goofy and awkward simply so we can survive yeah. the movie because it was apartment and halfway in it i'm like i can't do this i was really? like i can't do this this is too much like i said it facetiously but like i felt like anxious just how bad they were treating these these th- these you know what i mean mm. they were like terrible but um yeah i thought the fighting scene was yeah pretty cool, it's though. like a- when when they opened up the when they did get to the um, I thought the fighting scenes were pretty good, cool. I thought that uh, where they played, no sleep to Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah that, I liked how they showed how every individual person exactly. fought. That was yeah. really. I fun always wonder how Peter fought because really you know fun. he's just a human. He get like a knife to the throat. He uses yeah, guns, but he was like he was human. athletic, like sliding over, and he, they made him fat in the second movie, but he was ripped again. Uh, I like him with that long hair. <laughs> but um, I, I do. Yeah, that was crazy. But yeah, you're right. That even the characters themselves, they were killing people. Where before they were just, they were more like the typical Marvel superhero. Like they only kill the really bad guys, but everyone else is just kind of knock out. You just know that they're knocked out because they go ah oh, when they're on the floor exactly. lying and stuff and, like that. But they were killing. And then when people. they killed the real bad guys, it was just like oh yeah, something spectacular happened, and they died in a spectacular, non regular way. Now they're just shooting people in the chest, like boom. <laughs> yeah, they're just like when Peter literally jumped out of that falling spacecraft with that man in his arms and Groot was behind them. Oh, he's like just dragged into the ground like da 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 I know what you mean. Like he literally jumped out of yeah. the out of the falling aircraft or whatever with this man, crashed him on the ground for like hundreds, probably like thousands of feet in the air. And then got there and really just chipped the thing out of his brain. It was very barbaric. In a way that I've never seen any Marvel character be, honestly, you don't see yeah, this. Yeah, that's true. This is like some Batman movie kind of stuff. Like this, is, you don't Marvel see this. Marvel got DC dark. <laughs> they got DC dark, honestly, yeah. and it's like I I I can imagine that in like Deadpool, mm-hmm. not in Guardians of the Galaxy. So I'm like, man, you guys went dark. But like you said, I think. It, that was just like the whole feel of the movie. I think uh, Peter was just really disgusted by everything. And in his mind, he's like, you people deserve no, no mercy. You deserve I no agree. grace. And, I, and that's, that's and I real. Think, yeah. I think the audience probably wanted it too, right? It was like, yo, you, you showed us these animals get ripped apart 
and like we want you to destroy these people you know what i mean Mm -hmm. um but the sad thing about it is that still doesn't erase what happened it doesn't not just with rocket he destroyed the whole like stinking planet he destroyed counter earth just just because they were selling drugs in the corner (laughs) and i'm like my thing is you the perfect being doesn't exist i feel like some republicans want to do that (laughs) they just want to be like North Philly, Detroit, Chicago, your crime scenes, you got to go. Boop. Mm. Let's start over. Let's move everyone to yeah. Montana somewhere. Even the fact that they said meth. They were like, Utopias, they don't sell meth. And I was like, meth? You, you guys are saying hardcore exactly. drugs in the PG-13 movie? They don't sell meth for Peter the Cool said, get in the fucking car. I was like, this is this is taking a darker turn. I was like, I I, I remember asking Xavier, I was like, should this be rated mm-hmm. R, <laughs> like, or something a little bit higher than PG thirteen? I'm like, meth. I, I forgot they said. I know I f- kids. I know forgot he said getting F and car. I forgot about that. Yeah, I mean, our sound engineer told us that they're they're always allowed to drop one F bomb in PG thirteen yeah. movies, so that didn't really surprise me. That the meth reference did yeah, surprise no, me because I've never seen. You know, they normally make up a drug. They'll say, oh, you know, you're selling 4916. They said meth. methamphetamine. <laughs> it's kind of crazy. Like, all we in a counter earth, if we're on counter earth, they got meth. They still got some good old meth. They got good old, still got <laughs> meth. Yeah, no, and it, and it was a sad because, you know, we, Peter and the gang went into a family's home on counter earth and they were just like, you know, it was like the fifties there. They were just like people, creepy looking people. And they had livelihoods and families mm-hmm. and like, you just killed all, all of, of them. them. All of them. All of them. Just, you know, the movie was just devastating. Like just like, imagine you're just home with your family and then you just see shit blowing up around you. Yeah. And you know, your house is it was next a pop and your children. It literally made next. earth for yeah. 10 minutes and then blew it up. <laughs> half an hour in the movie then blew it up entirely you yeah. know and then even Adam Whitlock's mama died <laughs> the Alicia Alicia Alyssa oh she did die yeah, he, yeah she got he, he tried up. to save her and then she got she got mm-hmm. got so but shout out to Groot because he ultimately saved Peter's life by showing eyebrows um, mercy when he said you know everyone deserves a check in sand. And that's why Eyebrows decided to save Peter when he was suffocating. Ah, that's a good point. So shout out to I Am Groot. Yeah, I, I didn't like how Groot talked at the end, said real words. Also, I hated the way he looked. Yeah, you know, I thought when we first saw Groot, his first appearance, I thought that was full grown Groot. It was, I think. It was. So I don't know what this, is this still I young think adult this is like Groot? like 20-year-old Groot who just husky now. Because he doesn't look at all like the, like the original group that we saw. So I'm like, okay, how old was that? So group? like, two. There's two parts of me, right? One part of me is like, group will be huskier because he. But they're making him look too much like a human. Like I don't want group to. You know how they made Hulk sexy. I don't need group to do that. Yeah. No, they they gave him like more like a human like face. And gave him like he had pecs. A, like a really chiseled yeah. yeah chiseled face and I'm just like no like Groot doesn't need to be sexy yeah. like he doesn't we don't need a human like what's it called personify not personify no it's personify uh, personification well yeah personification that's all but anyway 
No, I agree. I did, I, yeah, we don't need to do that. But I did like Groot at the end when he was swole, when he was just like huge. I was like, okay, he's really turning into like a sequoia tree right now. <laughs> and that's kind of, no, he's turning into a rock monster. Like, was he made out of rock? No, he was made out of wood, stupid. I don't know. It looks like rock because he was like in the desert and he blended. He was like kind of like a gray color. I was like, oh, you mean at the rock? very end? What's happening? Yeah, at the very end. Like the 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 uh, the, the end credits. Oh scene. yeah, he did kind of look like a rock rock monster. Yeah. Oh, you know, what also yeah. was cool. I thought it was cool how Rocket finally realized that he's an actual raccoon. Yeah, he stopped denying mm-hmm. it. He was like, no, because he on the cage. He didn't know. Wasn't denying. He didn't know. And he read on the cage. No, I think it was like he, the species. Oh, raccoon. I think he knew. I don't know. I think he knew. I think it's just like, how can you tell me when I am a raccoon? When I don't act like of a raccoon. No, I don't think he ever seen of a raccoon before. He's seen it before, but he didn't remember it. So I think when he realized, because people called him like, if you if you watched a movie, I don't know. I think he knew he was a raccoon. I think he was just in denial. No, if you watched like, a movie, they call him like a badger, like trash panda. They call him a bunch of different animals that he didn't know what it was. Like, oh, a little raccoon. I am not a raccoon. He's been saying it in all three movies. I am not a raccoon. I am not a raccoon. I know. That's what I'm saying. I feel like it was more denial. Like, I feel like he knows what raccoons are. I don't think anyone else did. Or they could just be in, like, dickheads and just calling him whatever they want because they don't care. Yeah, but I don't think... I don't think. But to me, I thought I thought he knew what a raccoon was, but in his mind, he's like, how am I a raccoon? Like, you can't just, like, give me this consciousness, give me this intelligence, and then just reduce me to a raccoon. I'm not a raccoon. That's how it seems like to me. Mm. And him is finally accepting, like, I am a raccoon. This is what I am. This is what I'm born into. But mm, I don't think it was that deep. I thought he just didn't know because raccoons are on the You space. never think nothing is that deep. <laughs> I'm like, there's nuances to James, to things, James. Like, there's nuances. I also think but. that it was pretty cool that at the end, Peter got to go home. Yeah, no, I did like that. I did like that because Mantis made a good point. She was like, your grandfather lost his daughter. Mm-hmm. And then you went missing. Yep. You just disappeared. He's probably more messed up than exactly. you are. Exactly. Like, I didn't see any grandma around, so I'm like, I don't know if he's like alone. So, yeah, that was a nice end, you know. You know, in every movie, in every kind of group, it always ends with them breaking it does. up. So it does. It makes sense, you know. If you know, because if they don't break up, there'll be more movies, and we don't want more movies. I hope they don't make another yeah. movie. Yeah. Well, well, one. Rocket is now leading a new group, which I thought was cool too, right? Because he wanted to be the leader anyway, in my opinion. But then two, they did say at the very end that Star-Lord will return. So I don't know what, in what capacity he's going to return, but I would be interested. What, in another end credit? I only stuck around. Yeah, one end credit was like Star-Lord will return, and it was him sitting with his grandfather eating cereal. So I would be interested in watching him on Earth and see how awkward him on earth would be that'd be kind of funny right he just used to listen you only got enough time you you only like marvel chris pat gonna get tired now if you could get <laughs> those chris checks yeah better leave those alone. checks man nah, this is really sometimes it don't really be about the money i forget um i think they said someone i think um drax he's not doing mm. it anymore he's over it joe batista oh batista yeah but no one no one's yeah he's not doing yeah anything. he uh he become the comic relief after the second movie. The first one, he's supposed to be the scary, tough guy. And they realized Batista... But he's yeah, still goofy. He was a little goofy, but... Th- th- 
The fact that he doesn't understand metaphor and simile <laughs> and sarcasm yeah. is hilarious it is. to me. It is. But uh But no, I think I think that's a wrap for the movies, but Star Wars is coming back in some capacity. Most likely it's just a spin-off or so, you know. I'm not watching it. <laughs> I probably would. <laughs> Y'all, your girl is marveled out. Like I want to see this movie, but I the only thing I seen, let's see, besides this movie, I watched She Hawk. I very much enjoy mm. She Hawk. Listen, that that really showed me don't judge a book by mm. its cover. Also, I didn't know that She Hawk was a real like comic until later. Is she related to she the She Hawk's Hawk really at good, all? but that's that's her cousin. What the cousins? Yeah, that's literally that's mm. her cousin. So um, what happens is, uh, it's kind of stupid actually, but the the show's still good. But um, she's driving with the hawk, and then I don't know. I think they get attacked or something happens, and like some of his blood gets into her, and she becomes like a mini hawk. Yeah, it's it's a it's a dumb way, like that's stupid. But the show itself is good because like she's a lawyer, and like she just does lawyer shit, mm. like. But like she's also and like she defends like super villains and like like superheroes and things like that. So it's it's really interesting. I really like She Hawk a lot mm, actually. I might have to check it out. So. It's a good. It's good. Okay. And I have no doubt that ever, you know, because Disney makes they make good stuff. Marvel makes good stuff. It's just like, you know, the Avengers are over. Yeah. No, I agree. <laughs> the Guardians of the Galaxy are over. You know, I I don't I don't feel like meeting these new people. I don't feel like meeting a new Captain America or like a new Marvel uh, Captain Marvel. It does because because like, Thanos was such a great villain, and the fact that. Infinity Rose ended. It was a good ended, ending. Like, Infinity Rose before Endgame ended when we lost. I remember walking out when we watched a movie in LA and we lost. It was like, what the F did we just happen? They, we, lost, we lost everybody, you know? And also, you know, after. Um, we didn't lose everyone. We lost half. Yeah, half every, but everyone, yeah. All the, like, our favorite people, you know? Oh, no, I did watch Black Panther. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's like the Black Panther is literally dead. I just Marvel. It's it's Let's time for it you to go on to the kiddos. I feel like I'm too old for yeah, Marvel. Now. I agree. So, what do you rank this movie, Mary? I would give it a medium bag mm. of popcorn. Um, is there any particular reason? I guess sometimes the comedy felt a little forced. Like there, there's this one bit that I can't recall that went on a bit too long. Um. What else? You know, it it definitely it was by no means a bad movie. Like I liked Gamora at the end, how she didn't reunite with Quill, but she went to go mm-hmm. live her life. And um, yeah, the, it it wasn't a bad movie at all. But I wouldn't call it a great movie because like, if I hadn't seen it, I I wouldn't feel like I missed <laughs> out on right. anything. <laughs> I would have been just fine, you know. But I I did appreciate the Rocket backstory, but also I don't appreciate it because it was so sad, and it's like I didn't need to know that. Yeah, no. <laughs> but I, I'm not I'm not getting it. I'm not giving it a low rating because of that. Well, a low a lower rating than like a large bag of popcorn because of that. It's just you know. Well, I am. So. It is a medium bag of popcorn. One because because of that, but that's the point. It's supposed yeah, but to be because horrific things happen. To them. I felt so uncomfortable at, at the beginning, like. Anxious. That's what it's supposed to do. I know, that's why I didn't like it. <laughs> right. And then Gamora, okay. I, 
But I don't think that should affect the rating. For me, that doesn't affect the rating. It's just, you no, know. It does for me. Like, if I go, I don't know. I don't know. And it's then like, for Gamora, I thought she was just unlikable. You know. Oh, my God. They always say that about well, female she characters. She's so she unlikable. She's so unlikable. Like, Peter Quill was a was a playboy. Like, he was a man whore. Um, Rocket cursed out everybody. Uh, Drax only talked about death. But Gamora is so unlikable. Just her. Everyone's unlikable. They're bandits. They're crooks. Yeah, I just mean from... Yeah. I didn't think she was unlikable. The first Gamora and the first two movies, I liked her. But in this movie... I liked her in this movie. I liked how she said, I ain't that bitch you lost. Like, that's... I, I like that. It's like, because, you know, it. he kept trying to change it. And she's like, no, that's not me. And it's like, you know, that's not yeah. her. You know? And I thought it was kind of funny how she wanted to kill everybody <laughs> yeah, at every did. chance. He was like, you know... He was like, you know, Peter was like, yeah, we used to date and we were in love and then she died. Now she came back a total <laughs> dick. <laughs> that was funny. That was funny. That was funny. But what what you thought, what made her unlikable? Because she was just crabby? No, I thought that she was just ruthless with Peter. Just like. So you wanted her to be nice to this man who kept bucking her and wouldn't bring her back to the people, to her ravengers, her ravers. Well, no, no, she she, she couldn't ravers. he couldn't bring her back because because uh, Rocket would have died. No, no, no. I just means like yeah, but that you didn't want to bring her back. She didn't give a damn about that. She wanted <laughs> yeah, to she home. just wanted to go home. No, she didn't. She didn't care. She didn't care about nothing at all until I think the very end, and when she was like, oh, because she didn't know no. them. And, and once again, she was raised by a sociopath. By Thanos. Yeah, yeah, like she's a. You're not supposed to like, <laughs> like the, you know, like the. She's not a good no, person, exactly. like she at her core. But I think, you know, it's still a good character. Like, um, I know she's not a villain, but we think of Cersei. I hate Cersei. We hate Cersei, Ooh. but we love Cersei because she's so freaking mm. evil. I just I'll only hate for me. It's like I hate you, I hate you. But you don't expect her to be likable. Why would you like someone like <laughs> Cersei? And you don't hold that against her because that's you know it's not unlikable. She's a well written evil ass character I hate that guy worse though the high evolutionary yeah, yeah I hate him hate. I hate, hate him but you wouldn't call him unlikable he was unlikable because in your mind he's <laughs> but I feel like you didn't say that because in your mind he's supposed to be the antagonist you know what I mean so of course he's unlikable mm. but no I hate him he disgusted yeah. me but that actor he ate he killed it. You, you realize this one part, he was kind of going crazy and he was screaming like, me want free, me want free. I was like, this is Amazon? He said me want free? You Toby? Yeah, I heard him say me want free. And I was like, is this like a, they're trying to like, hey, black people, we know mm-hmm. y'all been through. Like, what, he said that. I'm pretty sure I said that. He oh, said that. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, yo, that's all I got to say. That's all I got to say. I got no more to say about that. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for listening. Go check out Guardians of the Galaxy 3 if you hadn't already, but I feel like you had to because by now you know this is not a spoiler-free mm-hmm. podcast, so it's like, why would you listen to we this if tell you, you haven't seen the movie? Thing, but, um, anyway, so. Yeah, we listen. Uh, I'm going to talk about the movie. Like, I, I don't know. You want to do a spoiler-free review uh, one day? Nah. I don't want to either because I don't You know, we're just going to talk. Y'all, y'all know what y'all listening to. This is pretty much... Like a, a supplement to the exactly. movie you just watched. Supplement and so. you watched our thoughts. 
You know, sometimes we go off a topic, but yeah. hey, that's why you love us. And that's why we love you. That's a conversation. Exactly. We Do love we our love listeners. You? Okay, yes, we love you guys. But um, all right, guys. I will see you later and have a good day. And thank you again to the for Watch listening. That Joan podcast. Right. All Bye-bye. right. Bye.